Hey everybody, this is Nomenclature and I am Brandon Henderson. Um, kids, we finally did it. Boner is the word of the day today. My guest is Josh Adam Myers, who is a great comedian and who also hosts The 500, which is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. It covers the 500 greatest albums of all time, according to Rolling Stone magazine. Definitely check that out. Um, he is also on season four of F is for Family on Netflix, which is created by the great Bill Burr. So uh, get that set up and ready to go. Um, we had a pretty interesting conversation, uh, really fun conversation. Josh is, he did all the work for me. Really interesting guy and fun to talk to. Um, Boner holds more interest uh, as a word, I think, than it does as an actual thing. So it was fun to actually dive into it and, and research and, and have a conversation surrounding it. It also uh, is horrifying. There's some horrifying things that I, I learned about uh, uh, male um, anatomy that I wish I had not. Um, so stay tuned to the very end of the podcast to learn some things that will keep you up at night. Um, but enjoy this episode of Nomenclature, uh, focusing on the word boner with my guest, Josh Adam Myers. Hello? Josh, how are you? Yeah, good, man. Sorry, dude. I fucking, I'm like, work, I'm doing like work on my computer. I use like, to go through like the albums on the podcast, I take my yeah. notes using like Apple Notes or whatever the program is. Yeah. Right? And fucking, I accidentally hit something and I opened up every note that I had oh, ever done. No. So it was like <laughs> thousands. And it was like literally like five minutes before I was about to jump on here. It was like that uh, Sandra Bullock. So I've been uh, dealing with uh, what was that movie with Sandra Bullock where uh, she goes to that website? Oh, The Net. Um, uh, it's like Mozart's ghost and she clicks on the thing and then all the things flash up and then people try to murder her. Basically, it's sixes is what I'm trying to say. Sounds like to that Sandra Bullock movie. What is that, what is that movie? People are trying to... I've never seen... I mean, like Murder by Numbers? Is that the only Sandra Bullock movie that I know where somebody tries to kill her? I think so. Yeah, well... Yeah, yeah, Murder by Numbers, and then, yeah, The Net, you know. Oh, The, the Net, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, didn't hear the, I, didn't hear the, I didn't hear the title. Yeah, it, uh, it, I don't think it holds up well, um, is, is my guess. I haven't seen it in quite some time. Man, um, it's so fast, man. It's The <laughs> Net. It is The Net. It's at the it beginning is. of the internet, so I don't know. The, the entire movie is just uh, her clicking on, like, a porn site, and it just takes the whole time. To download the naked the naked person. That's the whole movie. It's just um, her trying to download a song off of off of Napster, and it's taken her twelve hours for yeah, a three yeah. minute song. If they were going to make it accurate, that's what it would be. Um, well, thanks thanks for doing this, dude. I I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the taking the time. I I just jumped straight into this, so we're we're already going. Um, um so we're not doing video though, right? No. No, just our beautiful voices. So I love that. Yeah, I did it. So I did one. Um, I did a couple with video, and it just it fucked it up every time. I I did it right now for whatever reason. I live in Park City, Utah, and so I'm like up in the mountains. And for whatever reason, I just it always screwed it up. And then I did uh, I did one with Mark Normans, and it like completely didn't record it. And like I, I got off the call, and I like I was I was pun you know figuratively punching walls not not literally I was so pissed for like three days, and I uh, I didn't talk to him about it until like two days ago where I finally wrote him and was like dude, that didn't record at all, and uh, he, uh, he 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 just basically like wrote back and uh, like basically just said ah like for thirty. Uh, letters. It was such a good conversation too. So we're gonna we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do a different word than we originally did. Um, but man, oh, 
fucking sucked. It pissed me off so bad. So, I, I can only imagine, especially because it's funny. It's like he's the big get. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Mark's got a following. Like, if you're going to lose any, lose mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to lose anybody. I mean, Mark's always been super responsive to me when I bugged him about stuff. And so he is super cool. Um, so luckily, you know, that's the case. But yeah, I don't want to lose anybody, especially it's not like I spend like 20 hours researching this stuff. But, I, you know, I spend a little time, too. And when you have uh, a good sort of natural conversation that comes out of it and, you know, sort of flows really well and stuff, and then it, it totally disappears. It, ah, man, that sucks. So can you, can you hear me fine? Yeah, I can hear you good. Is it clear? Because I'm I'm yeah. doing it via Bluetooth headphones. I'm not like I have a microphone though, but I'm, yeah. I'm doing it on my phone. I'm not doing it on the computer. So yeah, I'm doing the same thing. I have uh, a really good mic, and I ever since the the losing that episode, I've been so worried about switching this up at all that I haven't done it. But I need to, so it'll sound better. But um, no, I can hear you great though. Um, good. So. Uh, I do have to ask, and I, I'm sorry, this is obligatory. I'm sure that you get this question all the time. First of all, the podcast is is probably my favorite podcast in existence. It's amazing. Um, I did uh, a few years back. I, I tried to start like basically. It was called the entire album. It was basically just I'd have like a guest choose an album, and we would talk about it. Um, so outside of the you know full support of Rolling Stone and actual you know real production it was basically the same thing as what i'm trying to say um but not at all but i love it i think it's great um right now at this point do you have like a couple of favorite albums that you've done and i apologize for the question no i but i have I, to know because uh, it ch here's the deal man it changes so frequently because when i listen to the music like i try to give the album and the artist as much respect as it deserves which is if it's yeah. on this list like you you have to understand you're not gonna like something the first time you listen to it sometimes some sure. of my favorite records like it took like three or four listens um so it's always changing um right now like it's so far it's because it's one that I knew before I started going through the list. And that is the episode that just came out, <clears throat> which is Portishead dummy. Yeah. Like I just, I just, I love trip hop. I love the, the sexiness of it. I love the darkness. I love the, yep. I love Beth's voice. I love the, the hip hop aspect. I love the melodies, the strings. I love everything. And then I found out about how they, recorded it and they did it in this completely like analog way even though digital existed and it, it's just everything about them i just love that band now, i'm not saying that's my favorite band but that's yeah. what i'm fuck and the more my favorite album on the list you know so you know out of everything i've listened to but it's the one that right now i just like all i want to do is still listen to that but i can't because i have to move on yeah. to like paul mccartney like i'm doing yeah. band on the run so if there were the records that I would say that I didn't know that I loved uh, from doing the podcast, one is Maggot Brain by Funkadelic. Oh, man. Dude, that just that just rips. I mean, it's the whole album slaps and it's just it's just not what I expected. That was really why it fucking threw me through the loop, because I was expecting funk. Like I was yeah. expecting like. You know, oh, MAGA brain, get down tonight. Come on, get down with that MAGA brain. <laughs> like, I was expecting that. And instead, it was a, it was an acid rock. It was like yeah. hip-hop. It was not hip-hop. It was, it, was, it was like funk rock, but like yeah. just way darker than I thought it was going to be. That and probably Mott the Hoople, uh, all the young dudes. Nice. Mott the Hoople is like a very – it's a band that I only knew that song, all the young dudes. And then – when I dug into the to the album, I was like, fuck, dude, this is like, I mean, I put this up against any Rolling Stones record. Yeah. Well, I love I love those surprises. Like I love um, I love my having my expectations subverted. And I love it. Like to your point, too, I, having an album be difficult to get into, not 
there, there's albums that are bad that are difficult to get into for that reason, just because they suck. Mm-hmm. But albums that are uh, complex in a way, not necessarily complicated or whatever, but just may, they force you to spend time with it. Um, those are the albums that last. It's like, it's like uh, you know, um, you know, relationship versus versus porn. You know, those pop songs, you're you're getting the the full thing immediately. You know, everything there is to know about it. Close her off yeah. right away. And uh, you know, those those albums that you love, it takes time and it takes energy and it takes uh, it takes effort and a little bit of love, and then you know, you want to be oh, forever. I think I think <clears throat> the word that is really really uh, prevalent in this journey to do all the records for me is love because like i i I love music like i feel music a lot differently so when i read the lyrics and find out the behind the scenes shit and then you know that like every record on this list has a right to be on there like I'm not saying yeah. the list is is the list is just the list. I could have chosen anyone. I just that just felt like the most iconic. Um, yeah. But it's like, dude, every, every one of these records is good. Everyone, and yeah. I feel horrible that I'm not super critical because, but I'm being honest. Like I'm, I'm not trying to not shit on it if I didn't like it. If I don't like something, I'm gonna say I don't like it and I'll make fun of it. But like right. every single thing, I found something. Yeah. that I've just fallen in love with. And if you well, guys do it too, if all the listeners do it too, then they'll probably experience the same thing I do. Well, yeah, it's the difference between, I think, being like a, not to be, sound too much like a douche, but, you know, being a, a music connoisseur and being a music snob, right? It's like, you know, I've certainly had moments of being a music snob where I was like, this is, this is great music and anything and everything else you know, sucks balls. Does doesn't matter yeah. what it is, you know. And over time, I had a I had a friend like a decade ago tell me I was a music snob, and I was like, I'm not at all. I'm I'm a huge appreciator of music. He's like, No, you listen to like the same, you know, fifty records in very similar genres, and you you haven't branched out at all. And he was 100 percent right. And I tried to put effort into listening to other shit, and and it pays off so much when you allow yourself to do that. And yeah, like the albums that you you're doing, probably not every single one you're gonna like jump in the car and be like, man, I gotta listen to this from front to back. But like you say, you get into it, and you know there's a right or so, a reason, like you say, for them to be there. And they did some kick-ass things, and the influence of it, all that sort of shit, is is something that it, it you also. Have you to know what appreciate. it also does? I do appreciate, it. and the other thing that it makes me do is appreciate. Especially if I know of the band, like for example, I just did YouTube Boy, uh, nice. which is YouTube's first record. Now yeah. I am not a huge YouTube fan, but I do yeah. think that like the Joshua Tree is is a phenomenal record for so many reasons. You know, where the streets have no name, with or without you. Like I know the yep. hits of YouTube, <clears throat> and then. I listened to their first record, which sounds nothing like anything they've ever done. It's like a, it's like a post-punk album. And yeah. you're just like, oh, I get it now. Now I yeah. see why, now I can hear elements of this record in all the other shit that they've done. Yeah. So it's, 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 you just start appreciating music. And at this point now, man, we're, we're almost at two years. So we're about to break into the 300 soon. <clears throat> Sorry, man. But like, I, I, I don't have Corona, but something is wrong with my throat. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is, man. But it's like I have had like a lump in my throat for like two weeks. And it's just I feel like I'm nonstop clearing. Are you out in a field right now? Because I just hear inc- like birdies and. No, no, not at all. I'm in a, a closed, a closed room. Um, I just heard it again. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, my, my window my window's open. Okay, there you there go. You go. Okay. I don't care. No, don't close it. Don't close it. Please don't close it. I just if I knew if I knew we were we were window open for the podcast, I would open mine. <laughs> well, as you can tell, uh production value is uh first priority for this podcast. Dude, I've had I've had this is the funniest shit, is that like 
Spotify like will get us a studio if we want yeah. it. And and I'm like, ah, I just like recording in my my apartment. And my apartment's not a shithole at all. It's a dude's apartment. And it's a Josh Adam Myers dude's apartment, which means there's like, you know, music, art, and fucking just a dog running around that's fucking 80 pounds and, you know, is a Doberman and could possibly murder you. Yeah, uh, yeah. She wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't. But it's like I've had like super famous people in this this shitty apartment, and it's not <laughs> shitty, but you know what I mean. It's just yeah, like I know what you mean, it, it it probably smells like Lecca, regardless of how much <laughs> Palo Santo I burn. It just smells like my dog. You know, there's stains, yeah. even though I've cleaned them and bought a fucking you know. I bought like a wet vac, a little mini wet vac, because my dog had this horrible diarrhea fit like a few months ago. That was like Perfect. insane. Like I've never seen, like not only did she just shit a lot, but she shit a lot all over the room. But that being said, I've had these people over and you know what happens. Like once you use like a wet vac or like a stain remover on carpet, if it's like darker carpet, like it just gets lighter. So you can tell, I just can't believe it. I've had like say. Wanda Sykes I've had like Wanda Sykes in here and she's just like, okay, all right. So, ooh, what's that smell? <laughs> well, that's, that's fucking rock and roll, man. A little uh, dog diarrhea and uh, music paraphernalia. A little doggy that's, D, baby. That's what uh, <laughs> rock and roll is all about. I think uh, if they're not up for it, they're not really, they shouldn't be on the podcast, right? A little dog well, shit. I think, I think like everybody that's come over, uh, for the most part, like a lot of them I've known, I've had, dude, I've had, I had Karan Butler yeah. from the Washington Wizards and the Los Angeles Lakers, tough juice. Like, this is like one of my favorite basketball fans. I'm like, I'm a huge Wizards fan. So to have Karan Butler, he was a part of one of my favorite teams with Gilbert Arenas. I'm not going to go into all the details, but that motherfucker came in. I had Peter Asher here. Peter Asher's like, you know, his sister dated Paul McCartney. Yeah. Was in my shitty apartment. I just wonder what my neighbors think because they've, they've seen like, you know, Wanda, like just Wanda Sykes and Kevin Nealon and like all yeah. of these, like, like celebrities just coming yeah. into my shitty apartment. Well, you know, I mean, they I mean, know what I do, but I mean, you know what I mean? It's probably, there's, the thing I is hope like, there's like a neighbor that doesn't know me and she's just like, Oh my God, who's this guy? Like a drug dealer to the stars. That would be amazing if that, if you did both. Actually, it would make uh, it would make for an interesting book. You could write a memoir afterwards. I have I have sold Xanax to a comedian before, so nice. I was I was a comedic drug dealer for a moment, but it was only I'm one transaction. I'm shocked that uh, a comedian would want such a thing. Um, but, but I think that most of those guys, you know, I, I feel like the vast majority of everybody, let alone famous people, started out in not some crazy fancy place. So, you know, oh, probably a, lot, know, of, a could, lot of those listen, guys listen. 10 years ago were in some, you know, shithole 10 times worse than what you've lived in or ever have or whatever. And so, you know, well, people are I, people. It's, it's, it's listen, you're a hundred percent right. But at a certain level, you should be professional and get a studio, right, Josh? <laughs> yeah, like I should get a studio. And I like will. the resistance. We'll We'll get one soon. We'll get one eventually. It's just, I think like after this pandemic, I'm just like, you know, I don't want to be in this house as much anymore. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah. God, man. I need a, a, getting out at all. If, if you do get a studio, um, make, please make it a garage. So at least you've got that, uh, well, you know, lift, lift up the, the, and the old shitty garage door too that doesn't even bend, you know, I, I what I'm hoping to do is buy a house soon. So as soon as this is over and you see when it's like, all right, when you go back out on the road, when this happens, when you can start doing this again and really working, um, yeah. it's, it's just, you know, the, this, this whole situation, listen, I'm not, I'm, I am so lucky to be in the situation that I am during this whole pandemic where, I mean, it's, everything's chill. Like I don't have to worry about stuff. Like, even though I, like, I hate my downstairs neighbor and my landlord's like a dick. Yeah. Um, besides that, it's I really all hope chill. It's all great. This. Oh, um, dude, fucking, fucking Bradley. <laughs> Bradley, what, what 
Josh, I'm, there is, there is, can you please move your stuff from your parking space? <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll be like, dude, he's, I don't know. I'm not going to shit on him, but I'll tell you one thing. Like he's, he's such a hypocrite. Like he, one time, you know, you'd always say like, you can't have anybody in the pool unless they, you are with them. And you're like, all right. And then, like, he has all this family fly in from, like, Belgium. Like, literally, the whole clan of Belgium flew, yes. and they stayed in his apartment. And yeah. and it, we wake up at 6 in the morning, and they'd be swimming, all, like, 14 of them. And because they don't have water in Belgium, I guess that's warm. So they would just, like, swim all day, and it was the loudest thing. And it was just, he's such a hypocrite. We're yeah, fighting right some, now, if you couldn't tell. No, for some reason, I, I'm visualizing um, who was like the villain guy on Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure that stole his bike. Oh, you're uh, not far off. You're not far off. Is that, uh, is that Fran similar? It's Francis. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what um, I have in my head. I mean, it's you're not far off, but he did just lose weight. I, I, for a second, we all thought he was dying, but he's just been walking. He's... Started well, good for him and walking um, and bringing the family from Belgium. I hope he gets uh, Corona. <laughs> Bradley, <laughs> Bradley, yeah, I don't know you, but fuck you, and I hope you die. There, he didn't I, wash his hands I, on a walk and he got some, <laughs> some Corona dust on his fingers, and then he didn't wash it right away and didn't even think about it. He just touches his mouth to feel like a cold sore coming in, and that's how he yeah, spread yeah. it. I wish I wish that like the coronavirus was like an actual dust. Like it would be more exciting. Like it like flew out in like you know small bursts from a person that had it, and so it was like if it hit you in the face, it could become. Yeah. It could just be more interesting as opposed to just I don't know. Yeah, then you could see it. it. Then it wouldn't be the yeah. silent killer. We could see it and be like, yeah, there's corona dust over there. Yeah, and it'd be very like alien esque, you know, like or or, or you know, sort of zombie type thing. You know, I got bits. Dude, I got Corona dust in my eyes. Viruses, viruses are aliens, and the human race are also viruses. We're a virus as well. It's I'm going with the Matrix style of thinking. Yeah, maybe the worst. Yeah, <laughs> when he squeezes his head, when he squeezes Morpheus's head, like so hard, and Morpheus has like snot coming out of his nose, and his eyes roll roll back. It always very it, I, it always upset me. I don't have really specific reasons. It just that scene is more upsetting to me than like uh, Clockwork Orange or something about that. Okay, no, I get it. Well, now you know what you just did. You know what you just did. You just gave away how you uh, don't ever want to be tortured. People will now know if they're trying to get. Yeah, don't squeeze my face. Just just squeeze your face and the temple. And so I do that, listen, squeeze. man, not, yeah. I don't know about you, but like where they say your third eye is, you know what I mean? So like in between your, your, you know, your eyebrows, basically, uh, yeah. if like, if, if yeah. someone pushes there, like if I go to a masseuse and they push right there, like a head massage, dude, I go yeah. in to this like Jesus camp, like style of speaking <laughs> in tongues. Like I reach oh, no. another level. Like it is, it's like, like it's a good it, thing. Oh, like I love feels, it, dude. Oh, I okay. love it. Yeah. It feels so good that I go like, <laughs> and, and I mean, and they can push, like they can put their full body weight and yeah. it's just like, and I fucking love it. Yeah. I'm going to say with the same way ever, with just the head. If I was ever having sex with a girl, if I was ever having sex with a girl and she was like, giving me a blowjob and then right as I'm about to come she just put, pushed my forehead I mean I probably like <laughs> I just start screaming like coming I get it I mean I'm the same way with like a head massage I, I don't think it would make me come quite yet but it feels amazing head massage low, base of the skull that's where the magic happens for me um, there was a there was a there yeah. was a head massage that I once got from a stripper at at a at a who place else, I who else would you get it from? I don't understand. But she was like, I worked. This is like when I first moved to LA. I worked at like a day shift strip club, DJ thing, 
and this it was like a slow day and this this older stripper she's probably like 38 40 yeah and i'm not saying that's old i'm just saying right. to all the listeners it, that is kind strippers, of strippers it's a young stripper. it's a young woman's game exactly sure. like no no yeah. disrespect cuz you could be 45 and make fucking loot and there are there are a lot of like older strippers that being said this chick she just started rubbing my shoulders and, and I was like, this is back when I was taking opiates too. So she would just massage my back and then she did my, like the head and it was like, and she would do that like push. And I felt like she was going to crush my skull, but I also had an erection. Like it was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. I've never, I've never had a stripper head massage. I did have a, a lap dance once uh, that my brother paid for after my divorce it was being a good older brother, took me to the strip club, got me a lap dance, went to the back room. And the whole time I just was like, so what are you doing for school? Are you close to your parents? They live nearby. Like I couldn't, I couldn't focus. And she was pissed the whole time because I'm just, you know, bringing up normal conversation instead of just letting her shake her ass in my face. I don't do well. I become very awkward. Yeah, you you just gotta you just gotta drop your ego and just when you get a lap dance, just you know, tell tell her to push on your forehead. Yeah, push on my forehead. Um, so so one of the things that I do with this podcast, in addition to the word that you choose, is I do a little bit of research on your name, and then tell you sort of a couple of things that I've discovered on the on the origin of your name. So I, I did Myers. Um, do you know much about your surname or anything like that or the origin of it or? I think mine's short for like Meyer, Meyerowitz or something. Okay. I'm almost, I think, uh, but I don't. And if you could tell me, because why, you know, what is the difference between the, I think the MY is like, is like German and yeah. M-E-Y is like Eastern European. Yeah, like so Russian. there's there's a couple of uh, branches. I mean, there's like Anglo-Saxon origin, there's German, there's Jewish. Um, I, probably what's most likely, especially if we're, we're talking Meyerowitz, uh, is this is the Jewish-German origin, the Ashkenazi origin type thing. Um, and it basically just, more often than not meant mayor. So it was like a guy a thousand years ago or 500 years ago or whatever was the mayor of a town and that became the surname because they didn't have surnames for a long time. So surnames only came into play when they started doing taxes, personal taxes. And then you had to have a surname to identify yourself as a different person from you know the other you know 300 Johns that are in your city. So probably most likely is that uh, Jewish German origin, uh, just basically mean meaning mayor. And there's a, there's a couple different spellings. There's there's a um, there's a, a a name that's not etymologically related per se. That's mayor M E I R, which is derived from Hebrew. So there's there's a possibility of that maybe that just kind of got shifted into to Meyer over time, but. Mm-hmm. Those, those are kind of some of the, the ideas. But one of my favorite things to do with this too is look at some census information for your name. Like I did, uh, the last podcast I had was uh, Dan St. Germain and most of the information for uh, St. Germain was really depressing. Uh, and uh, yours oh, isn't as, as depressing, but uh, you know, I feel like everybody's in, in general, I think just like humans, uh, we live depressing lives. But first of all, the most recent census record that I could find, there are 318,000 records available for the last name Myers. So that's a lot of fucking family, whether or not you're directly related or not. Um, but one thing in 1940, 10% of males with the last name Myers were laborers and 9% were farmers. And then females, nice. 6%, 6% were housewives and 5% were housekeepers or stenographers, which I feel like in the forties, wasn't every, every dude was a laborer. I feel like in every, you know, the vast majority Unless you were the, were yeah, I mean, yeah, I think there's, I think there was a lot of division. So 
you know? So yeah, there was probably, dude, we've always been good laborers. Yeah. Is that like a, is that in the vein of the, the Myers family? People I mean, swinging axes and using shovels and whatever. No, I tried to lie to seem cool. It, <laughs> we're not laborers at all. Like, like, you know, my dad pawned off mowing the lawn to me at a very early age. Uh, and then I used to get yelled out for not doing enough around the house. So even now, like, yeah, dude, like I'm man enough to admit I have my building super come over and like hang shit. Yeah. You know, I'm man enough to say that. I'm like, I don't want to deal with it. This guy just does it right the first time. And, They're very, yeah. and you know, I don't really build shit. Farm. You know what? We had a garden. Nice. I didn't really plant anything, but you know, my mom had like fresh herbs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, I, I sort of like resent uh, labor. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. I feel like I'm a, a pretty good worker when I, when I get into it, but like my dad, uh, the only, like they taught us how to work really well, but the only thing that, uh, only time we ever spent any time together, like my dad and I was when he was working my ass off doing something, you know, building a fence or fucking, you know, building the, that deck or, you know, he painted my dad, my parents, it's a long story, went bankrupt and my dad had to have like five different jobs and he used to paint houses and buildings and stuff. And so he would come home from his day job, change into painting clothes. And then I would go with them and we would paint houses for another 10 hours at night. And, uh, Night painting fucking sucked. Yeah, it sucked bad. Um, (laughs) But my uh, my brother, on the other hand, he's he's pretty good with uh, with a hammer and some nails. He can build just about anything. Um, Yeah, but we're talking about Myers. Yes, we are. That's what we're talking about. So even if your family was building shit, it wouldn't (laughs) it wouldn't help with your point. You're, it wouldn't it wouldn't at all what you're doing is disproving it we just disproved that the census we showed the evolution of myers that's right things have changed over time uh it's like uh, yeah it's like in my family they were doctors and then they became alcoholics so <laughs> we did our part as well to change to evolve and then uh another interesting fact about you guys is uh, in 1944 your life expectancy was roughly around 30 on average uh, which is died, actually, wait, yeah, die at th- at thirty years old. Uh huh. On average, as a as a group, <laughs> in nineteen forty four. You know what's crazy is my my dad's dad. So my grandfather, who I never met, died when my dad I think was either four or seven. Four, six, or seven, like in that range. Yeah. He just dropped out at, and he was 40. They don't know what he, was, he died from? No, he had like a massive heart attack, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, oh, I just, I got my heart checked recently. Like, I did a stress yeah. test. I did, I did sonogram, because it's like, you can't, like, when you have a family that has anything that's like heart related, especially, you know, it was my grandfather. My dad had like heart related, like he didn't die from his heart, but like it was the beginning of the, like, I guess the downfall because he died from a stroke after having something, a procedure done on his heart. But, um, so it's like, you have to pay attention to that. But I take, you have to understand, dude, like I'm a different Myers than my dad and his dad. Why? Because I did cocaine for like 12 years. And cocaine is like CrossFit for your heart. Do you know what I mean? It yeah, is like, I do. Like, it is like, dude, there, uh, that is like, especially if you, if you do it for a while, then you stop. It's like you have just worked that muscle out. Your heart is like is stronger, I think. Really? That, I mean, I, don't know. I, get, I, I, I get the like I, working it crazy hard, but is it... Uh, you think it works it too much? Do you think it's like, you know, Listen, if we, big if we big really, muscle guy at the gym? If we if we read too much into what I just said, then we're of course going to discredit it. But if you keep it just at the surface, 
Yeah, it's crazy it's how cocaine really... makes your heart better. Yeah, dude. Cocaine's good for your heart. <laughs> Just leave it at that. <laughs> it's probably not. You know what I mean? But I think that I think that if you if you do drugs for a while and then you stop and then you just like clean your life up like I did and just completely like, I mean, just eat right and work out and take care of yourself. It's yep. just like you're like, I'm going to be like, you know, Keith Richards. Like, I think I'm going to live like, like I'm going to outlive everybody. Yeah. People yeah. I mean, any of that stuff. I mean, it's, it's very, it's very possible. And like those anomalies are so fascinating to me. Like, what was it? Was it, you know, the, all those years of doing crazy shit that somehow changed some things or made something stronger that has allowed them to sort of just keep going and ha not have effects when other people, you know, uh, you know, they did math for two years and, and, and they can't even speak straight, you know, like, I don't know what the difference is. I don't know what hits people differently. I'm sure it's some sort of baseline genetics that allows somebody to sort of survive and thrive, but it's, uh, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, so let's, um, let's talk about boners. Okay. How does that sound? <laughs> All right. I, I, I couldn't think of a word and then you told me Mark Norman's word. Dude. <laughs> No, I actually, I was, at first I was like, oh man, I, I don't know what I'm going to find. Uh, this is a pretty, uh, a fairly interesting word to me for, for a very, for different reasons than, than it, you know, words usually are. So um, you chose the word boner, which I couldn't be more happy about. Um, everybody loves a boner, right? Um, yes. Or not. But uh, so it's origin, we're, we're talking early 20th century. Um, and originally it was you know, kind of like a baseball slang. So basically like bonehead or like a blunder, like a guy misses a, uh, a pop fly. Uh, you, you boner or you, you, you did a boner or whatever. You missed that pop fly. And then around the fifties is when forties, fifties, when you started getting the connotation to connect to uh, an erect penis. And some of the thought is that it was because hard on was already a thing and people started saying bone on. So hard on uh, originally was like that guy, like a tough guy or an aggressive sort of behavior type person. And so, uh, but, it, but, but then it sort of changed over time to become more like erection. It was uh, hard on was associated with being sexually aroused as early as 1893. It wasn't necessarily that hard on meant boner. Why is it, it why mean... is it why is it called hard on? Like, uh, because I understand, I understand like oh like I'm hard. Right. Like hard but hard on. Hard. The on part. It, it, it is just such like <laughs> I mean that's caveman shit. Because you know how yes. they're starting goes hard and then they're like, Yep, that's that's they're just describing the the movement that's going on in their body and i don't understand why on would needed to be added to it i, I couldn't find anything that explicitly talked about the on part you know my mind goes to like a, a light switch you know being on um but you know it was so early i mean we're talking 1893 uh that it was so the way they would say it would be like uh He's got a hard on, or, or he he was hard on for her. 1893? So 1893, it would, which didn't necessarily mean at that time. That it's like, erect it's like, penis. Uh, uh, hello, madame. <laughs> um, were you ready for to see my, uh, my hard on? <laughs> I'm real hard on for you. That's a real hot. Yeah, I'm real hard on for you. <laughs> hard on for you. Uh, yeah, it's a weird, it's such a weird phrase uh, in that, in that context for me. And then by 1922, it was full on, it meant boner. Uh, so, which I do love. I do, I love, it's one of the reasons why I love Conan O'Brien, because he always, he has like that sort of like old timey uh, sensibility where he like really appreciated like uh, old accents and, and stuff like that. Um, and we'll kind of like apply yeah. it to this modern day and age. But I just think of, you know, someone being like, I got a real hot on for you, uh, sweetheart. That's real hot. And uh, it doesn't sound all that uh, 
sounds just as sexy then as it did now, or it does, it does now, I think, which is not at all. But yeah. um, the real thing that is uh, particularly exciting, which I didn't know, my wife apparently knew this. So we've, we've got hard on, boner, bonehead, bone on, all sort of swirling around together. And then boner being this, uh, you're, you're a dumbass, but also eventually sort of took on the same thing as hard on over time. But do you, do you remember the show Growing Pains? This is exactly what I was going to say. Richard Boner Stabone. Yeah, dude. Uh, they called him Boner. Yeah, like there's a scene that I watched where Mike Seaver, uh, you know, Kirk Cameron, the biggest piece of shit in the world, uh, is up there on stage in his high school. He was running for student body president or something. And somebody tampered with the votes. And because of that, he had to lose. But Boner won. And then the whole audience on Growing Pains is yelling, Boner, Boner. It, it, what the fuck? Hey, this was Siva. the eight, 80s. He was like, hey, Miss Siva. <laughs> yep, my name's Boner. Boner. But I'm, I'm the dumb one, not the blood in your penis. <laughs> Don't worry, boner's coming, but not, it's not a threatening type of boner. It's just me. I, I couldn't imagine them doing that in 2020. That's, that's well, 1980, I'm gonna guess 87, 88, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like boner did also mean erect penis, you know, around the 50s. So it's not like it was like, it just came around in the 90s or the 2000s. Who it had been, been around. Who, what? Dude, suits change so much shit. I bet oh. you that was like, a, I bet you that was a network note. Yeah, but if we call them boner and they're just so oblivious, like the, the, guy, <laughs> the executive producer showrunner of Growing Pains is like, yeah, guys, don't you know that, you know, boner means like dick flop? And they're like, <laughs> like, no. It's dumbass no, in my family. Just run with us. Well, and his first name is Richard. His name is Dick Boner. Like everything about it. That I, I would love to talk to the showner. They, they had to have known. Of course they like, did. Is there any I possible can't... way? Well, dude, you know, it's not that hard to, to get in touch with these people. Like really we could isn't. find out. Yeah, you could find out who the... Let me see if I can find it. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, I think this is going to be important. Uh, well, important you got here's what you, here's what you do. You go to IMDb Pro, and then you yeah. type in you type in growing pains. Growing, of course, I wrote cutting. Growing pains. What? There it is. But eighty-five Gunselman. Here it is. <laughs> then you go to production company. You gotta find the producer. That's what you really want to see. Mm -hmm. Filmmakers. All right. This is oh, this, this is reminding are, me of a, a time I did a. It's always a disappointing origin. I feel like nine times out of ten. It's, uh, Dude, no, yeah. I just can't find the producer. Wait, here you go. All you gotta do is hit up Neil Marlins. Neil Marlins. Him yes. and Dan Wilcox. I'm betting, yeah, I'm betting Dan Wilcox is the dude because he executive produced MASH as well. Yeah, dude, well, this is his, the guy. And then you find, go to Comcast. His last name is Wilcox. Oh, wait, there's only the Writers Guild. This guy might be dead. All right, listen. I bet it's Charles. He passed it on. The, the thing is, so it's like, it's made me think of the time I, I did like some writing stuff for one of the, uh, I, I used to do some like kids TV writing. And I did this thing for this um, uh, this guy, like like a Mattel executive that was around during He-Man when that first started. And I, I loved fucking, fucking He-Man when I was a kid. And so I was super excited, got to sit down with him. And I was like, Joe, you got to tell me, where did He-Man come from? What's the origin of this thing? And he's like, uh, you know, uh, Conan the Barbarian had just come out. It was really popular. And we're like, 
I bet we could do that in a cartoon. And that's the entire story. I was like, so you just ruined my childhood a little. No, that's that's a lot of those cartoons are just like they took something popular and just changed it a little bit. Yes. That's all it is. Like I remember when RoboCop came out, there was a show called Cops. <laughs> There's a cartoon called Cops. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. I don't. Um, yeah, and they had like really cool cars that you could buy. Um, that's why you could have the action figures, but it's just they it, it wasn't RoboCop, but it was RoboCop esque. Yeah. Were they like ro- then, like robot cops kind of like they had? No, but just the look. The look kind of had uh, like yeah. OCP. They looked like the other cops in OCP, not yeah. RoboCop specifically. And like the machinery, like the 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 cars kind of had that like blocky military yeah, all, sort of like feel. The cars, the cars could like fly and shit and. Dude, I, I just I remember I had such an obsession with with mask for I, I mean this was like mask. I just remember owning oh I just remember owning not mask was it mask was it mask yeah 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 mask, mask. Yeah. okay mask was no mask was the toys that I got and but there was a show cops that was like RoboCop yeah I just started talking about mask suddenly I got the toys mixed up no I I love everything eighties uh cartoons like they used to be i don't know what they're like now maybe they've gotten back to like more sort of like crazy narrative stuff but like they i love the 80s because it was all like aspirational type of characters they were all men and women they were grown beefed out weird uh, mythology people that you wanted to like grow up to be and then for whatever reason like when my kids were little it all became like everyone's a kid. It's like the the teenage uh, DC characters and all this shit. I don't want to be a, a an eight year old. Uh, I don't want to watch another eight year old on TV or some teenager. I want to like look at some kick ass dude that's beating down doors or like He Man wearing a a fur speedo. That's what I'm after. Hmm. You know what I mean? um, yeah, dude. I want my I want my action figures homoerotic. <laughs> that's right. It and truly. Maybe the most homoerotic uh, cartoon in existence. It's amazing. I go back and watch it, and I, I get very, I get a, a little tingle in the in the pickle when you're watching Fuck it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so one one final thing about boners, and then I uh, we'll call it a day because this is all of this combined with He-Man and first speedos and erections is getting me a little bit too excited. But uh, <laughs> the uh, I didn't know this. I don't know how I'm so stupid. I didn't know this. Uh, do you know that uh, humans are one of the only primates that don't actually have a bone in their penis? So really? gorillas, chimps, and actually dogs, cats, they all have actual bones in their penises, which also could be part of the reason why boner came around. Because there's actual fucking bones. You can literally snap it. So yeah, so like dog boner is more uh you know apt than human yes. boner yes yeah and it's and it's also really gross like a dog a dog cock is really gross anyway it's like this lipstick thing you know so it looks like yeah we know you, you know what's funny like boner boner is is not uh like a connotation that ever like is used i think sexually it's like boner is like the funny version of yes. your dick the funny version of a erect penis you know what i mean yeah like yeah. uh like uh <laughs> are like oh grab my boner, oh, stroke my boner. <laughs> yeah. yeah stroke yeah. my boner yeah it's i like, don't think there's ever been a woman who's like i want you to fuck me with that boner it's uh, uh yeah <laughs> i mean i wish there, uh, i wish there was <laughs> But Even if they doesn't. added something on it, like, oh, give me that hard boner. <laughs> uh, hey, it just doesn't work. Yeah, it would take it would take me out of the moment. I'm gonna be out. Well, and then if you, if you I, I'm gonna leave this on the the most disgusting detail imaginable, which is uh, with these these mammal species, the longer the bone in the boner. The more, uh, the the longer they typically apparently can have sex, because uh, what they would do is if they occupied the female longer than other uh, primates that are clearly 
raping her, then it's more likely that their semen is going to impregnate her. Now, really? on the male side, there's a theory, and it's just a theory, but there is a theory that the mushroom head of the human penis is maybe why we don't have bones because it acts as sort of like a suction thingy that will pull out the semen of any other piece of shit that had uh, recently been having sex with the woman that you are now having sex with. Isn't that one of the most horrifying evolutionary details? So basically like just the, the, the mushroom head of your dick is like an evolution, potentially an evolutionary cue that men have raped so much that their penises became a particular shape to allow them to uh, get rid of other rapists. Fucking terrifying, horrible, horrible thing. Well, so feel good about being a dude. I, wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> like, so because our penis is shaped a certain way, it's from years of raping? It's a theory. This is a theory. That it's, it's to combat other dudes that had just been, you know, ejaculating in the same woman that you are now inside of. So what, yeah. like our whole, our whole used to be bigger? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, think about that. That's a, that's a conversation piece on the next Tinder date you go on. Holy shit, dude. I'm, Bring- I'm never going to think of that ever again. <laughs> I, I can test that maybe the very next time you look at your penis, it will pop into your head, unfortunately. Hopefully, hopefully it will eventually go away. How do you know I'm not looking at my penis right in this moment? You know, I don't know that. Uh, I'm going to be quite honest. Exactly. I, uh, I my world. Find you were. Uh, it's your world. It's your time. That's what you get when you're on a Zoom podcast with me, you know, that I am probably just lounging in comfy clothes. Cock there's, out. There's, there's, there's no underwear. It's just, it's just short and then dick. I, I, uh, I fully support this. I, uh, I was actually talking about recently starting a, a reverse Red Hot Chili Peppers band where we'd be called the, the Pepper Chili Hot Reds. And I would be fully closed except my cock and balls will be out. Nice. I feel like it's going to catch on. That's really I funny. My, I hope my mom listens to this podcast. I feel like she'd be proud of me. We're body. Um, we're wearing body socks, but the cock, no cock sock. No cock sock. Body sock, cock out. I feel like this is going to be good. Um, <laughs> Josh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you taking the time great. to to my chat pleasure. with me about uh, about boners and other things, and uh, had an absolute blast. Super fun thank to you, talk buddy. to you, buddy. I had a great time too. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take mushrooms and walk my dog. But every hour, every time you say mushroom. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, Thanks, the dude. dickhead thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank that's you, right. buddy. I'm trying really hard to make it stick forever. <laughs>